So is are, are is Lex sitting in Dan's lap or is uh, Dan sitting in Lex's lap? I mean, we're both sitting in each other's lap. Really? <laughs> wow. I don't even know how that's possible. I'm sitting in the lap of luxury, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Dan Warren. <laughs> I call it luxury. They're podcasting from the same room. You didn't think it was possible, listeners, but it's true. good week what's going on anything uh the fbi oh yeah that's a good story i don't like you see that story i did i did briefly see that story so apparently what they, you guys tweeted about it they have been using so the one of their arguments for responsible encryption is the idea of essentially they had all these iphones they couldn't unlock and they said there was like oh there's like 7800 iphones we couldn't unlock last year and it turns out that there are between one and two thousand. And the reason they thought there were seventy eight hundred were because they uh, had multiple databases and didn't know how to resolve that information. <laughs> it was a deduping problem. Yeah, which is not, uh, you know, that can be a hard problem. But at the same time, it's not like if you're in charge of technology. Then I mean, I don't know. Those aren't the people I want making responsible encryption setups. This is why. This is why the FBI is so successful in. Um and sending away criminals for many, many years. If they can't uh, <laughs> unlock the phones, do you think that their faces are like Dan Warren's face? Is that the problem? <laughs> <laughs> that could be the issue. They're That's all certainly Dan, fair. It's, it's 8,000 Dan Warren faces. A thing that I have noticed about Face ID, which is a little bit off topic, obviously, but is that when I wake up, my phone is always too bright, even at the darkest setting. Like, I need a minute before I can look at it. But I try to unlock it, and it's like, nope, because I'm squinting at it, and I have to have both eyes open before it is willing to unlock I find that interesting. So Nick Fury has a real problem yes. with uh, mm-hmm. with Face ID. Um, well, he just lifts up the eye patch, and then that's right. There you go. Yeah. Maybe does he sleep with the eye patch on? And then and then all the secrets get released onto the internet. <laughs> you know, I I still do have problems. I I've turned off. So in order to to work with Face ID, I've actually turned off the attention thing finally. Yep. Um, and I it bet took that a while. The eye issue. Yeah, it does help with the sunglasses. Um, like because my Ray Bans don't work with the attention thing on, but it, they do. They now sometimes work <laughs> with the uh, Face ID, but it's not. It's still not like bulletproof. It doesn't yeah. feel as reliable to me as. Uh, Other than when I first ID. wake up, I never have problems. I'm just locking and unlocking my phone in front of Dan over and over again now to show off. Pretty great. <laughs> Pretty great. Can you do an unlock off? Hasn't failed once. All right, hold on. I did four in a row. All right, I have my phone. Let's see. Here's one. Okay, that one worked. That's good. <laughs> it's maybe it's just my presence that gets this done. <laughs> all right. If I hold, I find if I hold. All right. Like, what if it's like down here? <laughs> what if it's That's what it. if it's behind my back? All right. It's gonna work when he's here, right? <laughs> what if it, what if it's what if it's facing in the other direction? This was all a ruse that I could use Dan's wireless charger, which he has now <laughs> removed his phone from, and I have placed my phone on. So, so oh, by the way, listeners, I am in Dan Morin's house. Bitch. In case we haven't made that clear, yeah, <laughs> so, that, that that is that is a literally and figuratively a power move. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. When we're both in the same place now, Moltz has to take on the role of us. Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah, because we've come you're, up. you're too embarrassed. No, you're not. I was going to say combined. you're too embarrassed to do those jokes right in front of somebody, but you're not. No, no. We have combined, and therefore Moltz needs to up his game in order to compete with us. That's right. I suppose we'll figure it out later. I mean. The, uh, there's no way in my mind for the FBI to win the competitive technology race of being able to stay ahead of Apple's ability to develop to hack into phones, right? There was the device that could hack into iPhones, and then Apple has an iOS update that's like, well, 
Yeah. It's going to stop working <laughs> Screw now. Screw you. Right, right. <laughs> I and love I mean, that so much. I think yeah. that's well, so great. <laughs> I mean, that's the way you got to do it, right? Because essentially what you're saying is you've demonstrated a security problem. Right. We're going to fix that yeah. because that's the only responsible thing to do. And exactly. if your thing doesn't work to, anymore, oh, well. To clarify that, the, the, the fix is that it the phone will, what, shut off after three days or something? It's if not it's that it shuts a... off. It's that the USB portion oh, d- of the right. lightning port doesn't work anymore. So essentially, yeah. you can still plug it in and charge it just fine. But you can't connect it to a computer. I think the only question I have is, I think as soon as you unlock the phone, it re-enables it. But you yeah. need to, you know, unlock it yeah. with a passcode. Exactly. Well, that's fine. Yeah, Suckers. exactly. That's not that's not as big a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got no problem with it. I understand why the police want to get into phones. I, I mean, I think it's great. I think it's like yeah. that's and, and and it's a it's also like a a good solution. That that basically that that specifically targets that one particular problem. If you have a a safe, can the police force you to give them the combination to your safe? I know uh, because I think it's something that you know rather than a physical object. Yeah. So, so yeah. Suck right. it, police. The, the physical things they can actually do. <laughs> the right? official the motto thumb, of the rebound: <laughs> the thumb yeah. and the face. They could they could actually do, but right. Not. Yeah, so that is, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The FBI, that is not, things did not look good for them before, and they certainly don't look any better now. Mm. <laughs> uh, I have a new app that I'm using a decent amount on my phone, by which I mean so far once, but I launch it a lot. Yeah, what's that? Uh, the Movie Pass app. <laughs> oh, the Movie Pass. I'm going to use Movie Pass until it goes out of business, which should be any minute now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how that has remained in business as long as it has. Can you uh, remind, can you explain yes. that to, to for the uh, listeners so, and, 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 uh, and co-hosts who don't know what that is for the elderly uh, who are either <laughs> on the show or listening? MoviePass is a service <laughs> by which you pay some fee. It's sometimes been twenty dollars a month. It's currently ten dollars a month. It, at one point, it was six dollars a month, six fifty. I should have signed up then and didn't. And depending on when you sign up, you are then given the ability to go to uh, participating movie theaters, which is almost all of them in the U.S. at this point and see one movie a day some memberships you can see um one movie a week and some memberships you can see one uh up to three movies a month but the general plan they keep going back to is you can see up to one movie a day no repeats in the theater so i'm paying 950 a month i think and the the way it works is they send you a credit card uh it's really a debit card and you use the app when you're within 100 feet of the theater and you say i would like to see this movie at this theater right now so you can't get the seats too far ahead of time you've got to be there it's got to be like day of and then they literally put that amount of money on the debit card and it only is accepted at that venue (laughs) um that seems like a really cumbersome system well it's it it takes two seconds to set up it's cumbersome on their side for sure get all things loaded yeah but like the the amazing thing to me is i paid nine dollars nine fifty for the first month I went to see Deadpool 2, which is 1250 at my theater. So like they already lost money day right. 1. Their whole business model is predicated on the idea that maybe some of you won't see movies some months and we can make money from you. Right, it's the gym membership model, yes. right? Where you forget to cancel because it's like, "Oh no, I'll totally yeah. go back to the gym. I'll totally <laughs> use this." But and, and I think what they're finding <laughs> is that people so like you doing things. Seeing movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was... I actually am the ideal customer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Eventually, they will get Lex. <laughs> yeah, eventually, he will be paying to not watch movies. <laughs> the hardest part is the time, right? Like, because I have a, a wife and kids, and they don't have family memberships yet. And they, they never will at this rate. <laughs> right. And 
Like, so I'm like, I'm going to go see a movie by myself. That wasn't like the most popular thing I've ever announced in the house, <laughs> but I did. And Deadpool 2, by the way, really good if you like the first Deadpool. I know Dan was shocked that I enjoyed Deadpool 2 and I, I like Deadpool the original. I'm not entirely shocked because I, you know, I've learned a lot about your taste in movies over the last several years. <laughs> Speaking of, this episode is also brought to you by Not Playing. <laughs> Available on the incomparable. Um, yeah, I the movie pass thing. So Jason Snell mentioned, I think he signed up for it as well. And he, oh, like that. me works at home and is a freelancer so he was like i'll just go during the day when no one else is home i'll yes. go to a movie for a little while it's pretty fantastic even just the one time it was fantastic because it was very easy and like there are so many movies i wouldn't bother seeing in the theater if i had to pay to see those movies but once i've seen one everything else that month feels free <laughs> so i'm like yeah i'll go <laughs> see that true. garbage because it theater. is <laughs> yeah yeah so i so far i highly recommend it the only problem is they're definitely going to go out of business. That's that's the real issue. Is I don't see how this is sustainable. I did yeah. not choose an annual plan. So to get the six fifty a month, you had to pay, pay for a year. And I was like, and they don't offer it anymore. But I was like, I don't think they're going to last a year. Yeah. So I'm going to go with monthly so that I don't feel bad. Like if if it means that I could only see one movie in that month, or there's one month where I overdo it, or I've paid and it shuts down too soon, I'm okay with it. It's worth the risk to me so far because I feel so powerful just getting to see the movie for negative two dollars. And I mean, are there? Does it taken at any theater? You have to use theaters that it is compatible with, but I live in, you know, you've seen small town, New Jersey, sure. and the nearby theaters are all covered. I'm kind of I will even check you, around here for you. I want, yeah, I want to see if there's a theater, if my, any of my local theaters actually accept. I don't know if is you guys are like movie related people. popcorn pass. <laughs> that's the company that I'm starting. <laughs> um, well, that's what the, uh, if you sign up for the, um, you know, like the theater membership, sometimes you get like free stuff. But the big, my biggest problem with the theater membership stuff is that it always, like, they charge, it's, it's extra money on top of going to a ticket. All those red dots are compatible yeah, theaters. All these red dots. Oh, that might be my local theater over there. At the, uh, yeah, Assembly Row. That's my local theater. It's a good theater. The theater over there? What the hell is that? <laughs> Dan Moore listens oh, okay. to Maps. Yeah, it's a new right. podcast I, coming to I'm, Incomparable. I'm, I'm trying to figure out which of the other. It's theaters. actually a co production of Relay FM and Incomparable. Okay, I'm surprised mm. that both of the uh, indie theaters locally seem to cover it, uh, which shocks me because I guess I would have felt like they would have seen through it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they don't have an option to opt in or out. Because it's really just it's, can Movie Pass recognize that it's a theater and do the thing right? Because, because it's essentially just they're getting card. paid the normal price amount for the ticket because Movie Pass is paying right. the theater. The pre now the theaters so, still hate it. So right, sure, yeah. Because they're like you're devaluing the thing that we offer. Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, but they're the ones taking the bath on it in the end. Yes. because you know if everybody is using the hell out of the service, then they're gonna just lose money. Right. The, the I think the their fear is if Movie Pass gets really successful and this becomes the way that people are willing to see movies, then Movie Pass gets the power in the relationship and can force the theaters to take lower rates. It does remind me of there was a startup at some point I think where you could um, get quarters. You could get like ten dollars <laughs> when they would come and give you quarters, but they charge you like twelve dollars for ten dollars for the quarters, <laughs> which is on the one hand abhorrent and on the other hand brilliant <laughs> because if you can get somebody to pay twelve dollars for ten dollars worth of quarters you my friend are just making money out of like literally literally just that's a, of, just usury it's a usury <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so that was my pick you doing a pick today john Moltz? <laughs> um i was not prepared uh, i will say that uh one password got updated i haven't bought it yet but um i will so I've, I upgrade, okay, I downloaded it and I, I started using it on a trial basis. So I use the existing version. I have a license for it. It's been great. This oh, is, this I think, guy. their first. <laughs> I just want to say. <laughs> this is their. I did not steal it. 
<laughs> Sounds like someone who stole it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I totally I have not, a license. Yeah, do not steal this. Um, it's from IBM, but still, it's my license. But, um, and I like some of the like revamp on the interface design. I haven't yet figured out. So, do you have a membership or do you just pay for licenses, John? Use that uh, subscription plan. The, well, the last time I purchased, I paid for a license. Okay, same same here. I'm on a subscription plan. You're on the subscription plan. Have you found that a worthwhile? No expenditure. I love the people who make one password. They used to buy ads a long time ago. They don't anymore. <laughs> but um, that's why I love them though, because they bought ads. Uh, at this point, for my purposes, the way that Keychain iCloud Keychain syncs all the devices and it's usable in the apps, I no longer use my one password. I'm going to let it lapse. Yeah, I'm going to let it lapse. I'm kind of on of two minds about it because on the one hand, I do like it as a redundant vault for storing a bunch of stuff. But I don't use it as much for filling in passwords on websites. I almost exclusively use Keychain. Yeah. Because even when you so use well. one password, it, Keychain still will remember the password. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then you get the disconnect yeah. where sometimes one password's got one version, but Safari, so yeah. and it's like, so, yeah, I'm pretty much all in on Apple at this point. Yeah, mm. I'm, kind of, I'm kind of debating it. The, uh, the other one thing that I do like about 1Password is I prefer their password generator, mm. like for making new passwords. Yes, their so passwords are So you don't, you don't have situations. I mean, I, I find that there's a lot of other stuff that I log into that is non-Apple that um, I <laughs> have a myriad of passwords for that I have a hard time remembering. In the past, there's been other stuff I've stored in there. I've stored like application licenses, but these days it's yeah. generally so, so easy to retrieve a license that I don't bother anymore. Well, I, still, about I, I keep those in there, but I mean, like, I'm talking about things like, I mean, like my Xbox and stuff like oh. that. Oh. I mean, no. You have separate passwords. And, for and that? Hank's, <laughs> Hank's stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because he'll lose his, he'll forget his password, like anything. I um th- yeah. there are some services where I always have to use the forget password link because I don't know both apps remember things neither of them are the accurate yeah. one and so I just it's it's a constant forget password and it's basically like the email yourself a link to log in it's basically two factor authentication with one extra step thrown in of right. resetting and, the and password. there are services now that do that that's how they operate right Slack yeah. and Tumblr both have things where it's like oh put in your email address we'll just send you a link that you can use to log yeah. in yeah so I, I think. I, I understand it similarly to what we were just discussing with MoviePass. I understand why one password wants to subscri- turn to a subscription because the revenue is much better. Yes, it but is. if you do the math, it's like three bucks a month. So it means if you have for a year, it's 36 bucks a year, which is cheaper than a license. But as soon as you get to two years, it's more expensive than a license. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but some mm-hmm. features only work if you have a subscription, I think. So that's also a little tricky. Yeah, it can generate passwords, but it cannot pull them in until you pay that <laughs> monthly fee. Just kidding. That's not true. That's not true. Uh, but like, I think the two-factor stuff that they use. Somebody tried to convince me recently I should change to one password for my two-factor authentication stuff, and I was like, I already no. use an app. I don't. Why would I spend all the time setting up a separate I app? Like why is, is it that much better? You know, a thing that really uh, we've it. talked about our love of Authy for a while yeah. as a two-factor app. A thing that truly made my, me go from like like to love with Authy was there was a time I can't remember if it was Slack or Dropbox, maybe it was even both of them, where the app supported two-factor authentication before Authy specifically did, and you could put it in by hand, but right. it didn't have the right logo. And then like it magically got the right logo for it later with an update. They were like, "Well, we recognize that this is an account for that service, so we'll give it the better visual." And I was like, "That is care and attention <laughs> to my needs." Authy, you have me for life, which they do. <laughs> They do. The one thing I wish it could do, and I think this is not a factor of the app so much as of the way two-factor authentication works, is I wish more of the things worked like uh, Google and Apple do it, where it's like it pops up the the code as soon as you... Like, I like yes. the convenience of getting a text message because it's like, I need this code now. I don't have to go to a separate place to look it yes. up. But 
text message thing is so inherently unsafe that I'm switching all my stuff away from that. Yeah. So I mean, the thing with Google now where it, it pops a notification up on your phone. Yeah. In the Google app. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's, that it. seems smart to me. And I imagine more places will do that because there have been more reports of like people hacking the, the SMS system. I do find yeah. it annoying when you do the Apple two factor on the device that you're on. <laughs> like when it's yeah. like, Hey, your browser over here is trying to log into your iCloud account. Is it okay? And then it's a, copy a code from one pop-up on your screen into a web browser on another part of your same screen that's dumb i did that and i was using i just did that the other day because i was logging into my icloud account and it popped up a window and i was like looking on a different device or something and then when i next time i opened the other device like my phone again it's like oh you have a computer that wants access here's the code and i was like dude you're that was five minutes ago (laughs) you're way late yeah come on uh get it together son but i and i also enjoy that it tells you where uh, the thing is located and for me it is never almost never correct <laughs> oh for me it's typically correct it depends where you are because certain it uses the wi-fi location stuff so if you're at a coffee shop as i often am it's like oh you're in pittsburgh i'm like nope not even close <laughs> uh i'm shifting gears for a minute just because i can see dan warren's dock from where i'm sitting Moltz, what's your twitter app of choice on the mac tweetbot tweetbot did you update to the new tweetbot i did not neither did dan warren and neither did i i haven't yeah. i bought it Oh. I tried it you for a while. You bought it and didn't like it. I do not like it. I saw. I read yeah, a review so, of well, it, that's, and everything that they described was like, people, nope. which is why I didn't upgrade. Yeah. Well, they made a bunch of choices in there that I disagree with. Yeah. I don't like change for the sake of change. It also, I just, I feel like fundamentally one of my biggest problems with it is the the most. First of all, I, I don't want to be too harsh and say they didn't really add much, but. <laughs> A lot of it is is UI revamp, yeah. and that's fine, but I'm very happy with the current UI, so that's the thing least likely to get me to change, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and because Twitter has been so stingy with letting third-party apps take advantage of other features, they can't build in as many things right. that let make it attractive for me to buy a new app and start using it. Like, the features that would make them appealing to me, which I understand why they're not doing, although I think they could, would be like, hey, I recognize that this is a poll, let me do things to at least like scrape the poll, which or Twitter to you does. a link to the poll and Tweetbot undo. Yeah. Um, I also get annoyed with Tweetbot. I, I don't know about if the new version adjusts this on the Mac, but when it's an Instagram cross post, it cuts it off, like at the caption. Yeah. And if you tap on it, it just wants to show you the, the photo picture. big, but it yeah. doesn't take me to the, they have to like copy the link and open it in the browser. So yeah. maybe if anyone fixes that, I'm at least interested. The, I'm listening. The thing I got frustrated with is that I was a little surprised, given the dearth of new features, that they still didn't integrate the activity view from the iOS app, which yeah. I really like. I, yeah, agreed. And I'm like, why didn't they put that in? That seems yeah. like a no-brainer. Like that would have been. I think that would have been the one thing that would have gotten and, me. And in fact, it's harder because what they did was they mimicked the way the Twitter on the web works, where Ugh. now instead of having a mentions tab and a separate activity tab, they're it's both heading thing. under a notifications Let's thing. Let's take that thing that everybody hates from the web yes. <laughs> and make I, it a I, core like, function of our app. It puzzles me, frankly. A, a lot of the decisions in that, in that, and I, and maybe they will refine that over time as they get feedback. But uh, I love the developers. I love Paul and I love Tom. Yeah, or, or Todd. And I don't <laughs> like it so much. I know his name. <laughs> Todd Thomas is his name. I got the whole thing. Paul Haddad. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That one didn't do it for me. Part of me wonders between this and one password, if I'm not just getting old and be like, I'm sure going to be using my one password six when I'm, when I'm 80. Why would you mess with it? Why did you change the flavors of my oatmeal? <laughs> uh, all that is also happening. You are old. <laughs> and they've changed the flavors of your oatmeal. What? You're older than you've ever been. I need um, to tell you. Now I'm even older. You're not wrong. Um, yeah, the 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 Twitter um, 
What do you guys think about the third party stuff that they announced with Twitter where they're like, okay, we are changing the API, but it's going to cost you like an arm and a leg and it's going to happen in August. Oh, I didn't actually see that. That's the the yeah. last I heard was that they still hadn't said like no, what they, developers were going to they do. Re, they, well, they, they, they reinstated the stuff that they were going to do in June, but for August. And so the developers will have to pay more to continue to access things that already exist. So what's yeah, a little like a ridiculous un- amount. Yeah. So what's a little unclear here is there is a price that they are given for a certain number of users. And if it, that is the price for third-party developers, it will be untenable for any of them. Yeah, because it's like, it, they would have to charge people 12 bucks a month. Yeah, it was, it, I it. think it was even more than that. But yeah, it was still, it was a lot of money per no, user per month. 12, no, 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 I don't know. I thought it was 16. <laughs> yeah, no, it, was, thought, it, it okay. was high. It, it was, was more high. Than people will, it was more than people will pay. <laughs> right, and, and so, the other thing that was, so the one question mark around that is, there was something where it's like, contact Twitter for enterprise pricing, you know, if yeah. you want to do that. And it was like, a quote basis i guess but i haven't heard anybody report yeah. what the number they were given was it seems like though you're not at least they yet probably won't let them hearing a ton of fear from them right like the developer the twitter app developers have been very loud about like hey they've got to do something now they're doing something and i haven't heard like a new outcry so unless they're all still colluding together to get ready for their next announcement of we're all shutting down or this is why you should complain to twitter yeah. then they probably are okay with the enterprise they, they updated their that like birds of a feather page which has a bunch of the clients on board but i you're right the outcry has been a little lower this time i don't know if they're sort of marshalling their forces or what it's what's funny is like there is a price i would pay monthly for twitter because i think that making people pay monthly would eliminate a lot of jerks yeah but it's only <laughs> the ones who are using these third-party apps who are I think already like ahead of the game in terms of not being a jerk. Yeah. So it's weeding out all the wrong, like I wouldn't pay to just so see those assholes who are using the Twitter <laughs> website. So yeah. it's like, if I'm going to pay and I'm the only one, then yeah, it's not. What if anyone. you could pay for a Twitter that was just like a separate section of Twitter where <laughs> only paid users. <laughs> I would do a tweet bot only Twitter user. What if yeah. there was some sort of Twitter app Twitter. on the net that you could pay for? And- yeah. Actually, why don't Twitter and Tweetbot? Nope. Why don't Twitterific and Tweetbot? get together and just make their own backend that uses the same APIs yeah, really. they're already built on and well, just have their own or frankly Twitter. just use another I mean integrate another micro blogging yeah. service right like right. in theory I think that would a lot of people if like my tweet bot I woke up tomorrow my tweet bot still worked but I could see like just the people who are on like some new service right. I might be okay with that yeah. or yeah. you could even like have a filter from Twitter I don't know like right Twitter yeah. has that filter that that verified accounts get where you can limit it to quality accounts or something right they call it. right and I bet there is a strong overlap between people <laughs> using third-party apps and quality. That's all I'm saying. The Venn diagram of quality tweets and tweets from people not using the shitty web app. It's got to be. It's got to look a lot like the letter O. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they could call it. They could call it app.net, and it would go great. More like crap.net. <laughs> Did either, do either of you use any of the other services out there that have? I mean, like, so I tried Mastodon for a little while. It didn't really catch on. I know Manton Reese has his micro dot blog service, which I still haven't tried. Same. I I, I, lo- I have a <laughs> I logged in. <laughs> I haven't quite figured it out yet. The, all the ones that are like trying to be super distributed, I get what they're going for, but I don't think it's going to work. No, I agree. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing. I subscribed to John Gruber's micro dot blog RSS feed. To see, like, what am I missing that he would post there that I should feel bad that I don't have easier access to? And there's a lot of stuff about, like, what bets he's going to make on a game when he remembers <laughs> to use it, which is rarely. <laughs> it's like, during the NFL playoffs, it was like, I'm taking so-and-so to beat the Eagles. He was wrong. It's kind of his, and then, kind like, of his Twitter account to now, win. too, though. He was right. Uh, but that's, yes, that's fair, exactly Fair right. point. You can get that content elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, and that's, that's kind of the problem. And I find this, because I, like, I want to use... <laughs> 
because I hate, I'm starting to hate Instagram so much. I want to use <laughs> Flickr again more, but I, then I end up in this thing where like, I'm not going to post both the same picture to both services because I, that drives me nuts when people do that. But then I have to like pick and choose which one's going to go where. Yeah. I use Instagram to post pictures to Facebook. So you would probably hate that if you used Facebook. Yeah. I don't use Facebook, which is one of the reasons why you in particular are one of the reasons why I don't use Facebook. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's fair. I don't use Flickr because of you. <laughs> I mean, nobody uses Flickr right now. Maybe they will when but it I gets don't revamped. Do that. <laughs> I just said I don't I do I know. That. I would use Flickr if you cross posted your Instagram photos. <laughs> That's what I want. I don't need to see any of your photos happening, twice. So. I need Sorry, to see Flickr. that dog in all of its stupid poses. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh man. So many stupid poses. <laughs> I you know, it was funny, I made a comment about um Somebody, so I quoted a tweet somewhere where somebody complained about like, oh, I don't understand. Like, this is like using a, a third party client for Facebook or something like that. And I responded with, you know, I actually use a third party client for Facebook. And I had several yeah, I people were like, that. I didn't even know there were those. Yeah, that's the thing. Nobody does. I use a third party client, which uh, I, I will hat tip to uh, our friend Anthony Johnston, who was the one who turned me on to it. It's called Friendly. And it's just a, I mean, it's mostly just a web view that's been reskinned slightly, but it doesn't have quite the same hooks that the facebook app does because the facebook app is pretty grubbing in terms of like what it wants to get out of you and this feels more just like i'm logging in with a slightly nicer like it's like oh when you used to make those single uh single site browsers single site browsers right i still use a single site i still use two different apps that are effectively single site browsers for gmail one for work gmail one for personal gmail that are just because i want to have a dedicated place in my doc that i can click to get to my email and i prefer the gmail web interface and i believe me i know that it's insane that i prefer the gmail web interface when i realized that i was one of those people i hated myself and still do but i it's I, I, I just love it i just love it i don't know what's happened to me but man wow it's finally we have three people who hate you <laughs> <laughs> the show has reached its nadir is that the word? <laughs> or zenith i mean i don't yeah, know yeah i was gonna say depends on your perspective <laughs> um yeah i i don't know um well, well i used technology. to like paper a lot um that was the only thing that i actually <laughs> oh back in the 20th oh, century facebook yeah paper. paper was great yeah. got me back into um facebook a little bit which paper then, there were there are like four facebook different apps had an app paper. called paper okay. that was like a yeah different that was way to that was the one facebook. made by mike mattis and oh uh, okay and right, company. right right not yeah. the one where you draw stuff and not the one no. that dropbox made <laughs> right two Correct. different papers yeah 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 and not the actual physical. they need a better name not what you put in your printer <laughs> you don't know I what don't i put in my printer <laughs> i'm also fond of that <laughs> yes i do <laughs> and it's disgusting yeah ink what your She's printer doesn't ink. print salami it's <laughs> that ain't, that ain't oh, don't ink. talk about food we were just discussing before we started recording how i have no lunch today <laughs> can't you can't you grab up to dan's house I should have, but I have to go to a meeting like right now. Um, I hope you all learned a lot about technology today. <laughs> Is he leaving? <laughs> yeah, I got to leave. Dan's I think house. he's leaving. Yeah, oh and you know, hey, we're doing a we're doing a nice, concise, short short show today okay. because despite all the ads, right. despite all the <laughs> yeah, ads, sorry. I know our, yeah. our listeners will be very upset at all the Buy ads. A suitcase and a mattress the, and a food box. Caledonian Gambit. Um, <laughs> Listen to other podcasts. Yep. A book about Minecraft. Uh, a book about <laughs> Minecraft. Turning this car around. Um, do you like snuggies <laughs> the speedy arrow cast the speedy arrow cast which is on hiatus though so we can't even well, we can't yeah, even for, yeah it's a so slightly slower arrow two, cast right? yeah well you know right um well you know uh, i guess i wrap it up for everybody when i say fuck you all <laughs> and keep watching the clock <laughs>
I just wish Moltz could hear what we're hearing as he gets slightly more heliumish with every single utterance. <laughs> oh, this is what I sound totally normal, you guys. I don't know what your problem is. Yeah, we we have four different audio things There's running. Wrong and, here. And God only knows what is happening it's right now. It's just me, John Moltz. <laughs> this is totally worth it. I sound great, everybody. Technology, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, technology. Will you talk in a high pitched voice, John? I just want to hear what that sounds like. Technology, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's great. Everything is great. Nothing has ever been better, and this is all amazing. I'll just make sure my recording is working. Yeah. Uh, maybe what I should do is try, try talking lower. Yes, oh, there you go. Please talk. And then it will sound perfectly normal to you guys, and it will sound absolutely terrible to the listeners. <laughs>